Welcome to Random Thoughts with Nicole L. Turner. Today I want to talk to you about the life-changing 90 seconds. Welcome to Random Thoughts with Nicole L. Turner. Today I want to talk to you about the life-changing 90 seconds. Did you know that the physiological lifespan of an emotion in the body and the brain is 90 seconds? Yeah, you heard me correctly. 90 seconds. One minute and 30 seconds. Right about now, some of you are probably like, damn, I've been holding on to 90 seconds emotion for 10 years. Yeah, that person you've been angry at for the last 15 years, you, you're supposed to let that go after 90 seconds. So what keeps emotions lingering? <laughs> it's the stories we tell ourselves. Stories like the situation should be other than what it is or that the person or we should have behaved differently. And it's totally understandable that we tell ourselves these stories. We want to justify the sensations we're feeling. And of course, our ego wants to strengthen itself through being right and making someone else or the situation wrong. How many times has your ego said, oh, I got to be right? And deep down, you know you were really wrong. But your need to be right is one of the things that have had you holding on to that 90-second emotion for way too long. We've all behaved in ways that we aren't too proud of. And we've all got caught up in the moment. <laughs> or at least I have. You may not have, but I definitely have. And when we allow our emotions to temporarily overwhelm us, we react impulsively, irrationally, and out of character. Oh my God. Let me have a flashback right now. Of all the moments where I have allowed myself to hold on and to let that 90 seconds emotion take over. And my behavior was either impulsive, irrational, or out of character. Yeah, I've experienced all three of those. But if you allow an emotion to exist for 90 seconds without judging it, like don't judge it. Just let it exist. Guess what will happen? It will disappear. Imagine that. Yes. <laughs> And although we may not want to admit it, we are responsible for creating all of our emotions. Every thought that we think causes a chemical reaction. And that reaction causes a physical response. We are wired to create the very stories that keep emotions alive. And the longer we've been telling ourselves a certain story, the harder it is to just let it go. You've been telling that story about something that happened to you when you were eight years old and now you are 40 years old. Man, that's a long time to hold on to something that has probably robbed you of joy, happiness, peace, whatever. It's time to let it go. And when we're used to feeling bad, yeah, some people are just used to feeling bad. They're used to feeling sad, angry, anxious, shame, disappointment, Whatever, the neural pathways that correspond to those emotions, they become strengthened 
It's like they're lifting weights. They're getting stronger. <laughs> it's like a brain superhighway. So it becomes easier for those emotions. And therefore, the stories associated with them, they become triggered. So when you hold on to that emotion you should have let go of after 90 seconds, you start to feel the hook. Now, why is it called the hook? Because our thoughts hook, line, and sink us. So I want to give you some tips to help you work skillfully with your 90 seconds of negative emotions. My first tip for you is start by tuning into yourself and experiencing the feeling. Don't deny it. Acknowledge it. Instead, but don't give in to it. So... Don't deny it, acknowledge it, but don't give in to it. That's one thing. The next step is to give your brain something else to do. You can replace your thoughts and redirect your attention towards topics that are more positive and relaxing. When you find yourself in the midst of that, net, that 90 seconds of that negative emotion, start thinking about something else. Ooh, start thinking about sitting on the beach see the blue water, you see the waves, you see the people, you feel the sun, you feeling good. Yeah. Shift. Third, exercise. I know you're like, look here, I'm mad as hell. Exercising is the last thing I want to do. Well, guess what? Physical activity interrupts negative thinking and reframes the way you look at things. And this has been proven over and over. I want you to try it. You mad at somebody, they standing right there in front of you. They made you angry at 90 seconds. Start doing jumping jacks. First of all, they're going to look at you like, what the hell is wrong with you? But start doing jumping jacks. And just the fact that they're looking at you crazy, you're probably going to start laughing. And you have already moved on from that emotion. <laughs> and then I want you to practice mindfulness. Bring yourself back to the moment. As opposed to thinking about the past or the future, Pay attention to what you hear, feel, smell, see, and taste. This is about being present in the now. It's important because it's the only place we have any power is that right now moment. And then I want you to think about the worst case scenario. This may sound counterintuitive, but stay with me. Think about the worst case scenario and ask yourself if you can handle it. This will take the steam out of the original thought that made itself at home in your head. Okay, you're mad as hell right now about something. While you're mad as hell at that something, think about the worst case scenario. And when you think about the worst case scenario, guess what? You'll be like, huh, this is really not that bad. Yeah, mm-hmm. I need you to do that. So sit with the difficult emotion. Be present with the emotion. Because why? When we practice the sitting with difficulty, it becomes like a meditation. You're just sitting with it. You're getting present with it. And you're kind of like meditation, meditating with it. And you're watching the chemical process happen in the body. You feel it. You feel it happening without re-stimulating our circuitry through thinking, analyzing, and over-identifying with what it means. Because see, that's what happens when we're in that 90 seconds of emotion. We overanalyze it. We over-identify with it. What does this mean? What's going on? Why did this happen? D 
the intention of this meditative practice of sitting with the emotion is to just help you see that emotion for what it is. What does it feel like in our body? What happens when we allow that that emotion, that sensation to burden our thoughts? You don't like that, right? So sit with that for a second. So you can feel it in that moment and then release it. Just let it go. All our emotions serve a purpose, but too much of anything is never a good thing. So by paying attention to and incorporating the 90 second rule into our lives, we can not only take accountability for how we are behaving, we can alter the patterns of behavior that we display. And by paying attention and incorporating the 90 second rule into our lives, we can not only take charge of how we respond when we encounter something that triggers that negative 90 seconds. So I want all of you to get a better handle on your 90 seconds of a negative emotion so you can live a happy, prosperous life. Thank you for tuning in to Random Thoughts with Nicole L. Turner. You can learn more about me at NicoleLTurner.com.